702. Bruce is on Twitter at Bruce Business. On to Wendy Nola in just a moment. Wendy Nola is going to be joining us. She is our consumer ninja. And the focus of our discussion this evening is all around buying a dodgy property. Not a property in the wrong part of town. That's a choice you can make. Or a property that is at the end, uh, on the edge of a floodplain. That is a choice that you can make. But when you buy a property and it has what they call latent defects, so defects that are not exactly obvious to a lay person as they walk around the property and they have a look uh, and they, you know, try the doors and open the taps and make sure that everything is functioning well. Uh, there's some things you can see and some things you can't see. If you smell fresh paint when you walk into a house, um, always keep an eye out on that. So there, there's lots of stuff to look out for. Uh, Wendy, about a decade ago, about a decade ago, my neighbor, yes. I lived in a townhouse complex and my neighbor was skipping towards me one day and proudly announced <laughs> they bought a house up the road. And they described that at the last minute there'd been a counter bid, but thanks to their lovely estate agent who'd taken a cut in commission, they'd been able to see off the dastardly uh, counter bid and they'd secured the property. And they were so pleased, so pleased with themselves. So I, I have said, a feeling this is not going to end well. I said, so So, what's the address? That's so exciting. And she gave me the address. And I said, oh, we were the other bidder. So we'd been beaten <laughs> to the chase by our lovely neighbor. Lovely, lovely neighbor. And we we're very pleased for them. Um, a year later, I bumped into her again. And she said, how lucky I was. And I said, oh, what do you mean? We lost out on the most glorious house. She says, the place leaks like a sieve. There's tons of problems. Mm. And they were spending a huge amount of money trying to sort them out. And I think this is fairly common where there is just not disclosure when you buy your property. Exactly. And that's what the whole issue that I want to talk about is. Uh, that's the exact issue. So, um, you know, what does the law say? Can you sell a house with latent defects, which you haven't disclosed, and then play the footstoots card when the buyer confronts you with evidence of the expensive problems, the leaks, the boundary wall that's unstable or whatever the case may be. Um, so the onus is on the buyer, your neighbours in this case, to prove that the seller knew about them all too well and deliberately fails to disclose. Um, and And then, you know, you would then be able to make them pay for the cost of the repairs, but that's only if you have the money and the patience to mount a legal challenge in the courts, you know, because we all know it's very expensive and it takes a lot of time. So in this case, which was settled in the high court last week, the sellers, Nicholas and Hester for Merlin, um, and happily for them, the buyer, Volatella Maloka, had both. So she bought them Ridipo's house in July of 2014. That's when all of this drama started. She paid 2.3 million. She she had um, this all happened after she saw typically an agent, a state agent's listing. So there was an agent involved. She told the court, um, and the hearing was happened sometime last year already, um, that uh, when she viewed the house, she asked the husband if there were any waterproofing problems, and he said no. He later denied that, but that was the evidence. Um, so the sellers, the Vermeerlands, after she'd, you know, the usual thing, um, after she'd signed the offer to purchase, 
there was a property condition report filled in stating that the property did have damp, but that it was limited to one damp wall in the dining room. And then they wrote, not sure if damp, wall in main bedroom, damp repaired. Okay. So she moves in in mid-December of that year, 2014. And she immediately, given the time of year, she locked up, didn't unpack, and she left for Pulakwani for the holidays. Um, and she didn't come back for a month. And when she did in mid-January, she walked into a home with an overwhelming smell of damp. I think we all can relate to what that smells like. Um, and at first she thought, oh, you know, it's it's been locked up for a month. The carpets were cleaned by the, the sellers, you know, when they left. And then it was locked up. And so maybe that's that. But when she started unpacking her things, she noticed that the smell was everywhere and that there was, there was discoloration Ooh. on the carpets. The shelving in the kitchen was sunken, she said. Some of her belongings already, just one month, Bruce, and I had a flat like this once in Durban. They had mold on them. Yeah. Okay, you expect it in Durban because of the humidity, but that was chronic. What I experienced, I know exactly what that feels like. So there was damp on the floors of the main bedroom two, and in the two guest bedrooms. There was damp uh, both rising and lateral on the walls of the property, the main bedroom, the kitchen, the dining room. It was, it was a damp house. Okay, so... Here's the thing. The first thing I want to say is she says um, that she didn't look into the cupboards prior to putting an offer in because uh, or before taking occupation either because she felt that this would have been an invasion of the seller's privacy. Mm. Don't do that. You know, open the cupboards, turn the taps on. And flush the toilets. Importantly, and test the drain. Flush the toilets exactly. Yeah. If 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 the to- if there's a water supply that hasn't been affected by load shedding, um, um, and what I what I've been saying for years and years, Bruce, that this uh, this re- this case really sort of speaks to is pay the few thousand rands, the two and a half, the three, the three and a half thousand rand to get a professional inspection company in. There are loads of them. They all compete, and it is it is money well spent because none of these cases would emerge um, unless you've got a really bad inspection company in which case that's another story but most of them they would in a in a heartbeat have said there are there's a damn problem here right and then you can either walk away you can negotiate a significant reduction in the asking price to to um, which would then pay for you to get it all fixed out fixed up rather anyway Molotella lived in the property for some years. She noticed more and more damp. Um, she told her estate agents about it. But long story short, in 2016, she took legal advice, which resulted in the matter being heard in the Pretoria High Court for three days in what? May of last year. Judgment was handed down by Judge Justice Mokose just last week. And in short, expert evidence showed that uh, it was that there was rising damp and it was the result of incorrect design and or construction of the property. And it would have manifested soon after the first year of rains, uh, you know, at the home. Um, and there was no way that the sellers who had lived in the house for 11 years could not have known that about the damp issues. Um, the Femirlands, the sellers said that um, a year after they moved in, there were heavy rains, which resulted in water trickling down the study wall. <laughs> And, of course, the expert evidence was that damp moves up, not down walls. Um, they said that was their first indication that there was a problem, but a roof specialist was contacted. The, the wall was stripped and damp-proofed, and the problem never occurred away. A- again. There was no mold in the cupboards, so miraculously their clothes didn't mold up in those cupboards. The kitchen, the, the, the 
the cupboards in the kitchen were not sunken. Um, and they denied, bottom line, that they had deliberately concealed any defects from um, the buyer. And basically, they, they said they didn't do anything wrong. The judge, however, said that, um, well, first of all, if, if it's, and this is the lesson for anybody selling property out there. If you're aware of a latent defect and deliberately conceal that from the buyer, the, the buyer will then obviously have a right of recourse against you if they have this, the stomach and the funds for the legal process. Um, if a, a seller is aware of defects such as rising damp and seeks to avoid liability on the basis um, that uh, they believe that this had been repaired, the, there must be an, what the judge called an honest belief that the repairs were adequate and that the problem had been permanently addressed. You can't hide behind an estate agent was the other thing the judge said to avoid liability. And seller, the seller has the duty to disclose a latent defect that they know about. She said, the judge did, I'm of the view that the defendants must have known about the damp issues in the house. She found that the defendant, the husband, was not a truthful or reliable witness. And bottom line, Bruce, the defendants have to pay Molotello, the buyer, 417 rand, 78, 787 rand and 77 cents plus interest from the date of the summons to the date of uh, Four, 417,000 plus the costs 417,000 417,000 rand yeah That's, it's it's a huge penalty and it, it's the the level of deceit um in this is 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 what is concerning because you just you know you have people selling houses and they don't disclose at the time this this person who had stolen the house from me <laughs> would say yes. save me endless amounts of pain and suffering um i said you know what can we yes. do and it was just the the consumer Protection Act to just come in, so I went and contacted a lawyer and one of the big firms. And they said, "Look, there's no recourse because it's not a, a consumer. You know, although it's for consumers, a consumer can't sue another consumer, even if there's been a transaction." So I'm delighted that the courts have pronounced on this because I think there's far too much sort of a, a lick of paint and a little bit of a dodgy fudge here exactly. and there when it comes quick, to the sale fix. of properties. Yeah. So that that 470 rand, incidentally, was the cost of getting that house rid of damp and fixing the evidence of damp. There was another thing about the the, the seller said you can keep the headboard in the main bedroom because it won't fit in in, in our new house. And she thought that was so kind. It turns out where the headboard was removed, it was there was full of there was flaky paint. So don't don't be too trusting. Don't be too shy to open the cupboards. And above all. Get a professional in before you or do the offer to purchase, but make it conditional upon uh, receiving the report from the professional inspectors. And then you can decide, you know, if you want to go ahead, as I said, or reduce the price that you've offered to so that you, in this case, by 417,000 rands that you can um you know, you really love the house, but you want to get it repaired. Um, so I just love this case because I deal with so much of this. Yeah. Um, and so a cautionary tale for buyers and sellers. Um, and yeah, get that inspection done before you before you pay your money. Wendy Nola, thank you very much indeed. Good advice as always. Wendy Nola, our consumer ninja.